Christopher Lestrino, today's guest, is the CEO and founder of King's Crowd, the first ratings and analytics service for investment crowdfunding, allowing investors to find the impact they want with the analysis they need to build stronger portfolios. Chris will share insights about his work and his superpower. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good Show. Chris, thanks so much for joining me for this conversation. We're so excited to have you. Yeah, Devin, I'm really looking forward to it. I appreciate you having me on. Well, uh, you know, I'm so excited that uh, we've connected through our mutual friend, uh, Brian Belay, who is now your, your colleague there at King's Crowd uh, since uh, you merged with his business, what, about a year ago? Yeah, we acquired his business um, just a little after the new year in 2020, I believe. So okay. we've been working together for a while and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, he, he is, you know, one of the most brilliant people I know. And so it, it's exciting for me to, to get to know you now uh, because you have been extraordinarily successful doing some of the stuff that I love the most, uh, which is why we're going to have you at SuperCrowd 22. We're, we're just thrilled uh, and excited to have you participate. Uh, do you dare give us just a glimpse of what you might talk about at SuperCrowd 22? Oh, man. Um, well, hopefully we'll have an opportunity to talk about, you know, some of the trends and the insights that we're seeing in our market. Um, one of the cool things about building our business is that we get to watch how the entire world of equity crowdfunding is forming. Um, what, you know, investor sentiment is like, what their behavior is like, what startup founder behavior is like, watching how all of this is developing and forming as a data company that, you know, kind of tracks this entire industry. It's it's exciting. It's, I mean, this is an incredible place to be in the world um, at this moment in time. And so, you know, it'll be fun to kind of dive in and tell folks more about what it is that's actually happening all around us as this industry develops. You know, and that's, that information is super relevant, whether you are interested in crowdfunding as an investor or as an entrepreneur who might want to raise money. And, it seems to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the crowdfunding industry is no longer irrelevant to pricing with venture capitalists, right? Uh, the VC market and the, the crowdfunding market is getting a little bit blurrier, which seems to me to suggest that those valuations, that the crowdfunding valuations are highly relevant, even if you go after venture capital. The reality is these worlds are converging. And, and the best way to say this is venture capital, right, is the only industry today that still lives offline. Financial services, nearly every financial service has moved online. Healthcare, everything about healthcare has moved online. I mean, everything has moved online. And I mentioned those two industries because they're the oldest school industries and the ones that have the most risk in moving online. And yet they still have, right? You do all of your banking online now. So the idea that the industry that innovated every industry will continue to live offline and act like a dinosaur is completely absurd to me. Anyone who believes that will be the future. And so what we're going to continually see over the next decade is this continuous convergence of both of those industries coming together and venture capitalists becoming more um, you know, tech centric and being able to utilize marketplaces like Republic and WeFunder, so on and so forth, both for sourcing and executing deals. And I do believe we're seeing that world beginning to come into play. 
Um, certainly they're beginning to source deals off of these platforms and even encouraging their companies to go and raise on these platforms. So yeah, I do see these worlds coming together. Yeah, it, it is exciting. Uh, and you're confirming something I've been saying for a long time now that these worlds would collide. You're seeing it happen in the data, which is great. Now, uh, Chris, uh, you're not just observing the crowdfunding marketplace. You are participating. Uh, and certainly I know you're participating as an issuer because you, you've raised several million dollars in your current round. Tell us a little bit about your current raise. Yeah, so we founded the company back in um, May of 2018 was when I left my job and said, I'm going to do this thing for real. Um, since that date, we have been on Net Capital, Start Engine, and Republic, and we have ate our own dog food. We have raised over $7.5 million from over 4,000 individual investors and several institutions, by the way, who have backed us and helped us to get to this point where we're 25 full-time folks. We have over 10,000 paying customers. We've really built something that's very unique, but we financed it in a way that was true to who we are. As the Bloomberg and the Morningstar of the equity crowdfunding market, we felt it was very important to participate in this market and raise our capital through these channels. So that one, we can understand what it is we were actually serving. And two, because we really believe that our investors will become our customers. And that has certainly happened over time. Um, and so right now our Series A is live. We're raising uh, up to $15 million on Republic. Uh, we're, we're many months into it and have done very, very well already. And folks can go check it out there if they're interested in learning more. The, um, you know, what you're doing at King's Crowd is pretty cool stuff. Um, you know, you're doing equity ratings and you're doing, uh, you know, of, of a variety of sorts, right? Uh, and uh, so that you can help investors make wise decisions, giving them access to some of your data in terms of seeing trends, what's hot, what's not. That's that's valuable information. Um, one of the things that I love about King's Crowd, though, is that you... Uh, have a free portfolio builder because uh, hmm. one of the things that's critically important if you start investing across different platforms you really need to have some place where you're tracking all of your in investments in one spot so that you don't lose track of a hundred dollar investment you made in you know a decade ago that could at some point be worth ten thousand dollars right if things go well you don't want to lose track of the fact that you invested a hundred bucks and forgot about it, right? You got to write it down and have it somewhere. Tell us a little bit about why the portfolio is a free feature and give us a sense of the rest of the features. Uh, brag a little bit about what's at King's Crowd. It's funny because the portfolio tool was not one of the first tools we created, but what we kept hearing from people on our chat and asking questions to our customer service team was, did I invest in this? I don't remember if I invest in this. And people are struggling to manage their portfolio, to your point. So in the traditional public equity world, right, you most likely have a brokerage account with someone like Charles Schwab or Fidelity or Robinhood, whoever it may be. And so you see all of your individual stocks in one place. But in this world, you have to create individual accounts with each of the marketplaces, your Republic, your WeFunder, your Seed Invest, so on and so forth. And so it's really challenging to manage all of those individual investments. And then the other challenge that people have found is that once you invest, unlike a public stock, you're not getting new pricing information every day, every minute, every second. 
you're getting you know new pricing information if they come out with another round, if that round is even public. If not, you might not get that information. And so a lot of information is kind of lost on folks. And so they're sitting there wondering, how is my investment doing? They have no idea. And more importantly, how is my entire portfolio doing? And so what we do is we allow you to put all of your investments into one place from a visual basis. Think of it as mint.com. The investments don't live there, but visually they do. Um, And you put in the date that you invested and how much, and we take care of everything else. So we'll be tracking if they do an offline raise, an online raise, if they're acquired, if they IPO, and we'll provide that info to you and tell you what your upside looks like from when you invested. Now, it's not perfect because there's always different, you know, dilution and this, that, and the other thing, but we'll give you a sense of how your investment is doing over time. So it's a very powerful tool for managing your portfolio of investments after you've gone ahead and invested. Now, the other tools that we provide are really around search and diligence. We tell people, we focus on search, diligence, and management of your alternative investment portfolio. So the search component comes to, if you come to our site and you're an investor who likes healthcare, you like to invest in pre-seed companies, um, and you like founders with a lot of experience, being able to go and find those things on 40 plus marketplaces is very challenging and very time consuming. So you could come to Kingscrad and say, Show me all the healthcare companies. Show me the ones with a $10 million you know, valuation or less. Show me the pre-seed companies that fall in that bucket. And show me the ones with you know, X amount of experience within the founding team. Whatever it may be you care about, you can search for. And now you've gone from maybe spending three or four hours trying to dig around all these sites to find those deals, and you could do it in a matter of seconds. On any given day, there's over 700 individual companies that you and I can invest in via all of these marketplaces. It's just too much to manage. So we help you make your search really, really efficient. What's your thesis? Now you can go and target and find those things on our site. Then we're going to help you with the hardest part, the due diligence. So you could get you know, sucked into any good founder story, right? You get excited about what they're working on and they're going to solve the greatest problem in the world. And then when you start to dig in, you start to see those red flags. So we actually collect over 500 data points on each and every company that's raising capital in these markets, financials, valuation, amount raised, how many investors are partaking, you know, what their traction looks like, so on and so forth. And we put all of this information into our database, and then we compare and contrast all of the companies against one another on those key fundamentals. So if there are 500 pre-seed companies all raising capital actively, we'll look at things like their valuation of a certain company versus all the other valuations out there. So we're going to help you see the strengths and weaknesses in each and every business and let you do a deep dive so that you can make an informed investment decision that isn't based on hype, but is based on real fact and content. Um, It's a very powerful tool. People love to use it. And we're finding that our quantitative rating algorithm is actually doing quite well over time um, from a paper gains perspective. But there's some really interesting insights we're starting to learn. And um, we're doing something that's never been done before for kind of the startup equity markets. Yeah, it's... uh... It really is helpful. Now, uh, can you use those search tools to identify things like uh, women-owned businesses, minority-owned businesses, social impact, uh, climate impact, sustainability, those kinds of things searchable? Yep. We have ESG tags, female founder tags, underrepresented founder tags, LGBTQ tags. So we're providing all of those filters and we're adding filters almost on a monthly basis and making them accessible to folks as people tell us what they really want to see. Oh, that's fantastic. What a rich, rich tool. That's so helpful. Uh, Chris, 
you've accomplished a lot. Uh, you know, the work you're doing in crowdfunding is spectacular, extraordinary, incredible, uh, helpful, valuable. Um, what is your superpower? Wow. What is my superpower? Um, well, I'll say this. We collectively, as a group here, right, the marketplaces, ourselves, folks like yourselves, associations, marketing agencies, all of us are working collectively to build an industry out of thin air. This did not exist six years ago. There was no online marketplaces to go and invest into alternatives like startups. We are building something from nothing. And when people hear startups, they think, move fast and break things, move fast, move fast, move fast. That's always where we're, oh, startups move so fast. And it's true, because if you think about how long it takes a big corporation to do something simple like change the prices on their product or whatever it may be, it could take years. Within a startup, obviously, you go from zero to an entire business in a matter of weeks, months, years, so on and so forth. But things still don't move nearly as quickly as people ever think. And I think my superpower, above all else to date, that's allowed me to build this business is patience and the practice of patience. Um, I often joke that when you're starting out, when I started King's Crowd, no one cared. I mean, no one cared. Even the players who were in the space, the marketplace, and not for any negative reasons or, or you know anything like that, but even the marketplace are like, we don't care. We're trying to figure out our own thing. We don't care about the data provider. Investors didn't care. No one cared. And it was like every day going out on a rowboat. And if I didn't row, we weren't going anywhere. And you're just rowing along, rowing along, rowing along, and you're fighting the currents. You're not getting responses from anyone. I mean, it is the greatest uphill battle you will ever experience trying to build something from nothing, especially when you're not only building a new company, but you're building a new company in a new sector that's coming from nothing. It has been four and a half years what we've accomplished, I could have never imagined over four and a half years, but what happens on a day, a month, even a six month period, it could feel like, you know, you're moving through eggshells. It's just so challenging and it moves so much slower in so many ways than you hope or wish, but that's the reality of it. Everything takes 10 times longer than you expect and is 10 times more expensive than you expect to get where you want to be. And so many founders told me that coming in, but then when I started to live it, I went, oh my gosh. And we've seen... Many you know, potential competitors fall by the wayside. We've seen folks leave the industry. And it's because of how challenging it is. But recognizing what we could do as a group in a decade, that's where I keep my eye every day. Where are we going to be in 10 years? And I don't get up on that. I just keep going and say, no matter how hard today is, tomorrow is, three months, six months, a year, even two years from now, that's not what I'm building for. I'm building for the next decade. You know, that is a super powerful, <laughs> powerful uh, kind of a superpower, that patience. Uh, and it's interesting how rare that is mentioned. Uh, you know, I've done a lot of these interviews, and so I've heard a lot of answers, uh, some repeated. And uh, the only time I remember anyone saying patience was uh, Bill Gates when I interviewed Bill Gates. <laughs> Um, so you're in good company. Uh, you're in good nice. company. Happy but, to hear but, it. Yeah, but the, the recognizing that important things, big things, take time, and to allow yourself that time really seems to be powerful. Now you've been at this a while. Uh, it's been three or four years. Uh, give us a sense of 
an example of something that took some time, but that you have already accomplished. You notched the win uh, because you were patient. Well, last night I was digging through some old notes on my Evernote. And um, before I had started Kingscrowd, I had actually run a blog about this industry. I was the first person that made a dedicated publishing thing to be focused on all of these new marketplaces and what have you. And I was meeting all the founders, so on and so forth. And I got so excited about it and started to realize the challenges of traditional venture capital and private equity. And I had this note from back in 2016, and I had written down that we needed to bring more transparency and access to the private markets. And then I was going to try and launch a fund that would focus on investing into marketplaces and people like me to build out this new world where we'd have more transparency and more access. And it's funny because I've been preaching transparency and access. That's what these new equity crowdfunding markets are about, right? Transparency around data of the business and what's going on with it and access to those companies. And I say it today, and it's, it's commonplace for me to say it nearly every day, transparency and access. But I didn't realize that I was thinking that back in 2016 when I had started this blog and it said, I want to create a fund to invest in this space. And here I am, you know, six years later and going, oh my gosh, I was thinking that then. And we have helped bring that to fruition. We provide more transparency and access to the private markets than any company has ever done before. And not only that, but we've actually created the first diversified fund product so that people can invest into a fund, King's Crowd Capital, and be able to get exposure to all of the companies that are raising capital in the online private markets. And we've done that. So these things that I was imagining in my head back in 2016, it's been six years. It has been a grind. But here we are. We've actually done it. Um, and it was just kind of amazing for me to look back and go, whoa, I really thought those things six years ago. It's not even like my thinking in a way has evolved. It's just I've stuck with the vision that I had then. Um, and that, that was kind of a cool moment. Yeah, that is fantastic. Chris, you probably are having thought about this. Think of your patience as something of a competitive advantage. At the same time, you have a team of people that you probably coach. You, you talk to them and, and probably... I'm betting that you've talked to them a little bit about patience, about that long-term vision that you have and trying to get them to share that vision. I wonder if you would just tell us all now, how would you coach someone to develop that patience, to see the 10-year vision and, and not focus too much on what happens today, tomorrow, and the next 90 days? Well, when you look at, you know, there's that common saying, right, which is uh, you over, always overestimate how much you can accomplish in a year, but underestimate what you could accomplish in many years. Um, and so I do use that phrase a lot with folks. But if you look around and you really figure out what is the leading cause of a founder to fail or a company to fail, A, running out of money, of course, but B, is that they gave up, that they decided to truly and officially walk away from that endeavor. Because you could always run out of money and say, we're just going to ramp it back up. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure out what went wrong. We're going to continue down the path. That's always an option. Um, if you do it, because it's really, really hard. But I always try and tell our team that we have a focus on a sustainable growth lens. We can't accomplish everything we wish or desire to do today, tomorrow, in a quarter, in six months, in a year. But over several years, look at what we've been able to accomplish. So I try and use the example of our own selves and show them how hard it was. When I started, 
you know, it was basically myself and I had a couple of part-time people for almost a year. I had hoped to have five or 10 people by the end of the first year, but here we are four and a half years in with 25 people. So you will ultimately get there if you stick with it, if you are patient. Um, but I think one of the important things that goes on top of that is that I, I talk to our team a lot about um, being kind to one another and being empathetic to one another. You know, we move deadlines all the time internally. And there's a lot of companies that don't want to do that, that will get on your back about, you know, oh, we can't miss this deadline by a day or two. And I joke with them, but I say, listen, this product feature doesn't exist in the world. So if it doesn't exist for another week or another three weeks because someone's sick, because someone needs to go on vacation, because someone has something with their family, it doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, it does not matter. And being flexible and open to those things from the top and saying, it's okay to miss a deadline. It's okay to push things if, if it's not going to work. And to remove that pressure and make people realize, oh, we're not just working for the little win. We're working for the big long-term wins. That's what matters. It helps just set expectations for people where they can feel comfortable within our organization to say, yes, I can take time to get this thing right because we're working for the big long-term goals. No, that's fantastic. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, getting more insight into patients from uh, successful people because I've always aspired to patients and never had much of it. And uh, so I'm <laughs> grateful to learn from you. Chris, again, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Before we wrap up, would you take a minute and tell people thoughtfully how they can uh, learn more about investing in King's Crowd, uh, how they can learn more about signing up for King's Crowd, uh, especially that free portfolio account. I'm excited about that. Um, tell people how they can um, connect with you. You know, people now know that you're like the the, the patient's guru of the world. They're going to want to connect, follow you on social media. So, so take a minute, tell us about all that stuff before we wrap, okay? Sure. So if you're interested in investing uh, in our organization, you could go to republic.com backslash Kings Crowd, or you could just go to republic.com and you should be able to easily find us uh, near the top of the page. If you're interested in learning more about King's Crowd and frankly, getting educated on the markets, I highly recommend going to kingscrowd.com. And when you go there, there's an easy sign up. Um, if you sign up for a free account, you'll be joining our newsletter. So you'll get our weekly content, learn more about everything that's going on, get access to that free portfolio tool, get comfortable with the tools that we have, and hopefully ultimately use our whole suite of tools that are paid. Um, but you could start out by just kind of learning and utilizing our content um, to become a more informed angel investor. Um, and then lastly, if you'd like to connect with me, um, you could always reach out to me to directly at chris at kingscrowd.com. I'm always more than happy to connect with folks that want to learn more about this industry. Um, and second, you could check me out on LinkedIn. If you look up Christopher Lestrino, King's Crowd, you should easily find me. Fantastic. Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We wish you every success in helping people more efficiently, more effectively invest in change through crowdfunding. Well, thank you for all that you do for our industry as well. I'm excited for the future. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. Twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book 
Superpowers for Good as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit devonthorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.